Sports off, Broad Street, Party Time, Excellent. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special Murka version of Sports Off Broad Street. We're starting recording at on July 3rd, but in about eight minutes, it's going to be July 4th, Independence Day 2023. We thank you for joining us. As per usual, we got a couple of our guys on here. Jeremy got lost at a bar, so that's fine. But we have the Big Zoe. And of what course, up? And of course, we have the Benner. What up? What up? I can't believe it's not Benner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can't believe he's here. So <laughs> uh, we always start off fun facts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the Big Zo, what is your fun fact for the week? All right, I want you guys to guess at this, okay? Before toilet paper, what did Americans use? Leaves. Damn, that was my guess. Uh, old clothes. Your right hand. Pinky. Well, not, it, it wouldn't have been my right hand. Any letters that were sent over by King George. Okay, so <laughs> what Americans used before toilet paper... And I don't know if true this is. I go on this crazy facts thing and uh, website. He gives me all this shit. Corn cobs. The silence is deafening. And I imagine there's still people out there <laughs> for the corn cobs over toilet paper. But that's what they used. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're. Never mind. I'm not going there. <laughs> We're going to keep it PG 13. Yeah. Wow. I, I, A, A, we, we want these. Fun facts. Fun. People you, use pork cobs to, you know, stick them up their anus and wipe their asses. Maybe it's because if you put it in there and you move it around, you know, they have little ridges. Maybe you just dug everything out. Like, you know, almost almost like like eating fiber. I'll just kind of guts in the ridges and goes. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> so, so that's Change your the... background to what the fuck. <laughs> so so that's, that's where the furries got it from. That's yeah, that's that's where they got it from. But there, there you go. There's a fun fact and a what the fuck fact. Um, yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, so what a way to start off the show, huh? We are off and running. Hey, Benner, shove any corn cobs up your ass lately? What's your fun fact for the week? It's, it's not that. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, lately, he has it. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> no, it's all relevant. No, no. 2 p.m. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> no. It's okay. Um, no, the fun fact is that I have for this week. I learned this yesterday. Um, so obviously, guys, there are a handful of things that are already set in here in set in time for history that we will not experience. One of those things is that the Queen of England, yes, the one that passed away uh, last year, she wrote a letter and it is to be opened by the Prime Minister President of Australia in the year 3085. 3085. Yeah. What? Yeah. And no one knows what's in the letter, but that it is supposed to be read and addressed to the people of Australia over live TV, live broadcast, or whatever is going on at that time. Weird flex. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be something stupid like Haha, you're still Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on your money, bitches. 
<laughs> You're still thinking about me. <laughs> Remember when you were a prison colony? Guess what, motherfuckers? Just see this barge of prisoners come in. <laughs> You're still yeah. prisoners to, 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 to me. <laughs> yeah. Kiss so, my dead hand. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no. So... I unfortunately, I don't think the three of us will be around for the year three thousand eighty-five. No, there's a good chance I'll have died by then, a, like a really good chance. And if not, kill me. Yeah, that too. That too. Kill I don't me. Kill me now. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. Uh. Well, you got an album of the week or any of that this week, Banner? Um. I mean, you know. Album of the week, I think the only thing I could suggest is go listen to Jimi Hendrix's live CD of his performance at Woodstock just so you can hear the Star Spangled Banner that he played that day. Because I'm going to blast it to my neighbors tomorrow night while they make my backyard look like it's the goddamn Tet offense. Um, But yeah, there we go. Sweet. All right. Enjoy the shit out of that. Um, They're in the trees! (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, we really shouldn't make fun of that, though. I mean, people really do have PTSD from these fireworks yeah, and cool. shit, you know, like no. veterans and yeah. So, no, I'm not, not definitely not trying to make fun of that. It's just more just like it looks like specifically, specifically because where I live is right next to a military base and they just, oh, Jesus, ex- they just extra celebrate. And you're, it, close, uh, you're close to Peterson Air Force. Is it Peterson? Uh, Fort Carson is oh, where I'm at. Oh, oh, that's right. The army base. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they're, um, they celebrate a little extra. Um, and it literally looks like, you know, pick your, pick your poison, uh, the 10 offense or the streets of Fallujah. Choose one of them. Or <laughs> Philadelphia. Or Philadelphia. Yeah. Or Chicago. Well, I don't know about that. Iraq. I'm sure there are nice parts. I don't know. Brazil. Rio de, Rio de, de Janeiro, <laughs> circa 2010, <laughs> District Nine, <laughs> Tom Cruise's Edge of Tomorrow, <laughs> World War Z, the future in Terminator, yes, <laughs> James Cameron blockbuster. <laughs> This is how we describe our nation's holiday is with these. <laughs> Jesus. Man, the Transformers huh? movie. <laughs> any Michael Bay movie ever. Oh, oh gosh. Any any 80 Sylvester Stallone movie ever. <laughs> That's just the music and the wardrobe on that part. Predator. Oh, God. Good God. All right, I'm going to get us off this track quickly, quickly, quickly. Um, aardvarks have four toes on their front feet and five toes on the back feet. Is there a reason for this? I don't know. Uh, you only get a... one fact. What are, what are you planning uh, on this one, Aardvarks? Oh boy, there it is. There it is. Ringing in the fourth in style. Mike's Monstars for this week. We got everybody who is not named Shan, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, who won the NASCAR Cup Series race in Chicago, mostly because 
he comes in and shows everybody how to actually street race. Now, before, you know, we go off and say, oh, my gosh, like this guy who came out of nowhere came and did this. Let's put it into perspective. All right. Uh, SVG is a three-time Supercars champion in 2016, 2021, and 2022. Those things are basically, they're very, very, very similar to stock cars in terms of size and in terms of weight. So the guy has done work elsewhere. He has 79 wins in those in that series, as well as 46 pole positions from there. And is uh, considered the fourth best driver in that um, racing circuits history. Okay, so this ain't no scrub. All right, you know TLC Bear, step the fuck back. This guy is legit. All right, <laughs> TLC. I had to. <laughs> had to. Had He's not to. hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't don't want no scrubs, man. Don't want no scrubs. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then some maybe other races that you guys might be familiar with. He did play second in uh, the 24 hours at Daytona in the GTD class, which is endurance racing, similar to what they do over at Le Mans, except for it's on a track and modified uh, road course circuit in Daytona. So to everybody not named SVG, (laughs) congratulations, you are Mike's Monstars for getting wrecked by absolute talent this week because you did you did. I mean, my guy Chase Elliott came out and was like, oh, my God, he showed us and we're just so bad at racing, blah, 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 blah. He's going to tell all of his friends. And it's like, this guy's pretty fucking legit. And this is the first time any of you have run a street course before. So <laughs> give yourselves a little credit, maybe. But I love that NASCAR is actually doing this. Um, one of the worst things I hear almost every fucking Sunday or Saturday, every once in a while, where I'm watching a race, is these are the best car drivers in the world. No, they race at Monaco in Formula One cars, straight up. And, you know, like we have to keep bringing in these types of people to the sport because the sport really does need to be humbled, okay? Like, are we some of the best at circles, ovals? You bet your ass. But outside of that, got a lot to learn. We can draw our shapes. Sometimes. some. Well, I mean, if you look at track stuff, I mean, th- those ain't shapes. Look at Darlington from Bird's Eye View. Dude, can I get... I just want a triangle track. There's still three turns. Pocono. Oh, that's a thing? Yeah. Out in Pennsylvania. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one out there. SVG is not to be confused with SVP. This is not Scott Van Pelt from ESPN that he's talking about winning a race. I think no. Scott Van Pelt's too tall to fit in those race cars. But yeah, he probably is. I mean, there are tall drivers; they can modify the seat, but it would not be comfy. <laughs> no. Scott Scott Van Pelt won the race of not getting fired by ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Gainful employment, the race of the week. That's right. <laughs> Right. I'm like you, Jeff Van Gundy. Suck my nuts. I think we just got a title there. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. I'm going to go ahead and type that up so I remember. But uh, hey, the Benner, you got our first topic this week. Talk to us about losing money. Um, Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of people 
that are losing money in this situation. Um, one, the four NFL players that got suspended for sports gambling going to lose some contracts. Uh, two, uh, the NFL is going to lose um, some money for possibly from some sponsors or people that are gambling fans because of how they're treating players. And then three, they're, you know, shout out to the, the four players suspended where one of them, one of these guys lost $8 million on gambling last year. $8 million. $8 million. But yeah, no, essentially, so the story I want to talk about is um, last week, the NFL cracked down on a handful of their players that have been sports gambling um, during the season um, with, you know, websites like DraftKings, FanDuel, people like that. Um, right now, I think four players were suspended to, you know, two players from the Indianapolis Colts. I think there's a Detroit line and there was one more. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, four, four players were suspended. Um, and, you know, basically this is going, you know, step the NFL stepping up as they have to after the Calvin Ridley situation where he got suspended um, for a full year on gambling. You know, now you've got more and more players doing it. You know, supposedly there's like seven Detroit Lion players that have got caught. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So the NFL's got a significant problem on their hands here with with what the players do. Like I said, there there's been reported that one of these players did lose $8 million last year on these websites. And, you know, so the NFL is like, how do they, how's the NFL stay ethical with, you know, protecting these players from addiction on the gambling side, um, you know, protecting the players' contracts, um, keeping good talent onto the field, and then also having DraftKings, FanDuel, NGM Sportsbook being some of your more prolific and positive sponsors over the last five years. Because well, that's, you know, that's, that's the major problem. It's like, how much money is are these three companies bringing to the NFL with the partnerships and sponsorships that they've built? But now you got all these problems on the field. Oh, it's a lot. It is a shit ton of money, but a shit ton of problems are coming with it. I mean, everywhere you turn, gambling's legal. Problem. Gambling's legal. Other problem. Big Zo, what do you got? What do you think about this whole gambling situation? All right, so a, a couple things. You know, you you mentioned that you know how does the NFL stop from for first from gambling, but then it becomes an addiction. Blah blah. Um, I think the NFL needs to worry more about the painkiller addiction that they have before they start worrying about the gambling addiction. As far as I'm concerned, the NFL should make a a, a straight rule. You can bet on your own team and only to win. You cannot bet the over-under. You can't bet. uh, So that way you can't. The only thing you can do is play harder for your team to win. That's it. So you that's the only thing you can bet on. That's it. Not even score first, not who's gonna no, no. Because you cannot do anything, you can't do anything that's gonna hurt your team if you bet on your team to win. Just to win. Bottom line. There's not. What, what what can you do to hurt your team at that point? Lose. Uh, Alonzo, I would like to introduce you to the 1918 Chicago Black Sox. They bet on their team to lose, bro. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know. I and just lost. Exactly, <laughs> that is exactly the opposite of what I'm saying. Is that I think it, you're right, holy crap. If you bet, you have to bet on your own team to win. 
If you bet on anything else, yes, it's an automatic suspension. Automatic half season, twice, automatic full season, three times, you're you're gone from the league. But uh, if you can bet on your team to win, only to win. Again, not no over under, no 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 total points, nothing like that. Because if once you start getting there, oh, what's what's the over under going to be? Oh, you know, combined forty eight and a half. I'm betting the under, and all of a sudden you miss a field goal at the end. Make sure that it stays under forty eight and a half. You know, no, no, no. It's got to be to win. They need to worry more about the 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 uh, the fucking painkiller addictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to worry about the concussion problem that they have. There are <laughs> there are more pressing issues, more pressing issues than gambling, especially if they're going to be out there and saying, "Oh, you know, what is it? DraftKings, FanDuel. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. By the way, let's put a team in Las Vegas. Oh, hey, hey, oh, so." Make a blanket rule. Yes, you can bet, but your only bet must be on your team to win. You cannot bet on anything else. That's it. You can't bet on other teams to win. You know, yeah. Well, I'm not playing. We're not playing that team this week. I, I don't give a fuck. You know, you if hey, I play for the Vikings. I have to bet on the Vikings to win if I'm going to place any bet. That's it. That's all I can bet on. That's all I can bet on. Um, and, and the NFL needs to start worrying about more pressing issues. To me, this is they're they're making an issue, and this is covering up the concussion shit that we've seen mm-hmm. for the fifteen years. Now, now all of a sudden, this is a big deal. Ooh, you know, I mean, the addiction problems when it comes to painkillers, when it comes to alcohol. I mean, players are are leaving saying, "Oh yeah, I was fucking, I was taking popping painkillers in the middle of games." You know, people mm-hmm. retiring saying, "I was popping in, in the middle of games to keep going." Yeah. I think I think that's more of an issue. I you're hundred percent right. And I also want to uh, apologize. Retract my statement. I completely misheard what Alonzo was saying. Oh, it's all good, bro. I was like, <laughs> "What's he saying, bro? Like, come on, man." He's well, saying I, he's I, trying I was, to prove your point. Easier. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I was doing. Not not letting the Fourth of July weekend already gets me a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, no, so I do he's support been your partying side. with Jimmy. Oh yeah. Uh, so that that's where I'm at. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sort of with you on this. I personally, I just don't think that sports gambling has done any lick of good for anybody other than to make millionaires more millionaire or billionaire. Hasn't done anything good to my bank account. That word. Yeah, I just so you know, just coming from it from that perspective. Um, we kind of talked about this last week on Big Zone. I'll cover about um, gambling sponsors coming off of the front of uh, kits and how voluntarily uh, all of the EPL teams said they would stop doing this by 2026. Now, that's not something that came down from the EPL. It was a voluntary. We're just not doing it. And we're not going to make anybody else do it, especially in your lower tiers, you know, like the championship all the way down um, past EFL too, because they may be the only people who want to sponsor them was the idea and they in financial stability. Anyways, insert all kinds of excuses there. And it's only off of the front of the shirt side of the shirt. Perfectly fine. So really what does that solve? Especially with the connection between gambling and violence in stadiums and add on top of that oh wait a minute what was that thing where people got hurt and they called it the english disease hooliganism so you're going to voluntarily associate your club with one of the biggest sports problems 
I don't know. Have you have you ever guys have you guys ever seen that nineties horrible action movie, The Last Boy Scout with yeah, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis oh. and, the, and the Wayans guy, Damon Wayans, I think it was. Yeah, and yeah. the way that movie starts with the football player owes a bookie money and he has to score a touchdown. So right before he's tackled, he pulls out a, a Glock and shoots the guy to score the touchdown. Oh no, he shoots. A, yeah, he shoots the guy and then he kills himself. And he says, "Ain't life, Ain't life a bitch." Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome to sports gambling. Good God. Idiocracy was not supposed to be a fucking documentary. Jesus. Yep. And so I, I just looked it up. I, I just the the running back who scored that touchdown and then shot. You guys remember Billy Blanks, that Tybo guy or whatever? That was him. He was he was the actor who played that running back. Jesus, this week I'm hearing all kinds of names I haven't heard in years. <laughs> Billy fucking blanks. Holy Blank, shit. Ain't life a ain't life a bitch. Bam. Ugh. Yeah. So if I'll send you the YouTube clip later. That's don't watch uh, the movie. Don't watch the movie. No. It's a it's a bad movie, but just watch that scene. Terrible film. Terrible. Terrible. Just absolutely terrible. That's when that's when Bruce Willis realized, fuck, I just need to stick to die hard. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he should have just stuck with die hard. He should have. Um anybody want to go anywhere else with this topic before we move on? I mean, not really. It's but just my over a thought, like, you know, it's so like I think we've all kind of agreed, like it's it's a very unorthodox situation that like maybe going back to the players that got suspended and the quantity i I guess maybe yeah we could talk about that for a second i mean when it most of them are coming from detroit or indianapolis yeah that's definitely a regionalized problem there that is that is it's Midwest and North Midwest, I guess, right? Yeah. But they're basically right there. And it's like, how do you like, how do you handle it? Where like, you know, you got some players are getting released, some players are just getting suspended indefinite, and all that stuff. And it's like the penalties are not being like handed down properly. They're like mixing and matching. Like, because two of the guys that were on the Colts were like red shirt guys, so like they're not on the fifty three. But then you, you know, I can't remember his name right now. And but Indy had Indianapolis had a prolific corner that was one of the ones suspended, and he had, and they ended up releasing him because of it. Well, if you mentioned, you know, that the penalties are all over the place, the NFL's penalties have been consistent. It's the teams that are doing whatever they want with them afterwards. That's that's essentially what I'm meaning by that. You know, and and so you don't want to get suspended. Don't fucking gamble. You know, you don't want to get cut from your team. Don't gamble. Um, again, though, I'm going to stick with my guns on this one and say, NFL, you got bigger problems than gambling, bro. Um, so, so let me put, let me put, ask you this question How do you think, you know, these teams will respond if, like, a Patrick Mahomes, a Travis Kelsey, a Josh Allen, or a Stephon Diggs? What if one of these guys are the ones that get caught? Because Calvin uh, Ridley- Ray Charles goggles is what happens. Yes. Yeah, you didn't see it. Yeah, and 
Yeah, they're not they're not gonna do anything to the guys like I mean I mean Calvin Ridley got caught, but he's also uh, one year into the league. Yeah, he, I mean it it's it's like fucking Devontae Smith getting caught. You know, I mean good player, but you're like, okay, hey, you haven't done shit yet, really. You gotta prove yourself. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, you have you had a good year, you know. Good good for you. You know, Brandon Lloyd had a couple good years back in the you know, the two thousands, early two thousand tens. You know, that uh, so um if if it's one of the big names uh, it'll be a slap on the, or they're, or they're just gonna, they're gonna do the whole thing that they did with Tom Brady a couple years ago, where the NFLPA is gonna come and file a lawsuit, and they're gonna go to court, and then they're gonna settle for a three-game suspension. You know what I mean? Something, something to save face. Uh, the NFL saves face, saying, "Look, they did get suspended, but we were fighting against one of the strongest unions, honestly, in the world. So we're, we just didn't want to go through the whole fight and set a precedent." And the union's going to say we won because our guy didn't get suspended a whole season. Yeah, and that'll be that. And then, but then you have all the players that got suspended in depth when they're going to pop up and be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> the union's going to be like, "You're you're not Patrick Mahomes, dude." Yeah. <laughs> when when does Super Bowl and become the face of the NFL? We'll we'll go to bat for you. <laughs> Until then, where's your dues check, bitch? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh... Hey, bitch. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, the NFL, the NFL and dumpster fire go together like Fourth of July and fireworks, baby. That's right. God, that was what I was going to do earlier. I totally forgot to download a picture of uh, Jason Pierre-Paul for my background. (laughs) Just giving you a wave. (laughs) The the missing fingers. Yeah, just you know, maybe there was a reason I mentioned the Aardvark's four fingers now, but giving you a wave. (laughs) Oh God. Oh god, let's go ahead and move on on that how fucking. How many note. Super Bowls have you won? Three. <laughs> I need another M80. Hold on, it's still four. <laughs> uh, don't play with fireworks, kids. I have re- I have Super Bowl rings, but I can't wear them. <laughs> hey, necklaces, right? That's what everybody does. <laughs> Woo! I've won the Roman candle five. Oh boy, it wasn't Roman candles. So speaking of which, and moving on to the next topic, the big Zoe. Talk to us about what is going on down in South Africa. Well, you know, I was reading this in this very a report that the South African women's team, uh, women's national team, did not want to play in a World Cup tune-up, so to speak. Um and they ended up like they and they didn't play. They ended up having to get like field a bunch of junior players. One was 13 years old. Now, to their credit, they all, they only lost five nothing. Now, keep in mind they were playing against fully grown adults on the other side. So I'm like, you know what? They they they, they hung in there. But um, so the South African women were complaining um, that it's about pay. It's about pay. And, and, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's always going to be about pay, right? Uh, you know, I, I have, I have some, some, some opinions with regards to that, not pro or con, but what are their laws over there? Cause we can sit here and we can say, oh, you know, our laws say X, Y, Z, our laws don't, don't matter in other countries. They don't mm-hmm. fucking matter, you know? And, and so, I mean, if their laws over there don't account for it, if they're like, hey, you know what? Yeah, this is just what it is. Take it or leave it. Then they're screwing their own country over by by not showing up and playing. Don't don't take the spot on the team. If the laws aren't like that, then they need to go to court and try to try to fight for 
equal pay. Now, what does equal pay mean, though? What does that mean? Um, the end well, of the I day, think we could, before we move on to that right. part, I think we could assume that contracts are similar to the United States, mostly because there was this underlying assumption that they were being compared to their male counterparts who were being paid. So I think that these contracts aren't, you know, like distant and as far off from the United States as we would think. Really. Well, and, and, you know, that, that, that's a fair point. The, the, I think the question of the, the, when you flip it around, though, is what do the courts over there interpret, you know, for contracts versus what, 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 yeah. what do they interpret? You know what I mean? But yeah, like what would years, be consideration and yeah, yeah over there. So exactly. what what are you exchanging, in other words? So exactly. it, it just it rubs me weird though, because how to me, like thinking nowadays in terms of like internships and stuff when I'm helping students out with that, they want them to sign a contract. A lot of those contracts are going to be thrown out because there isn't fair consideration in many states. So I'm just wondering how you could be a face of a winning franchise or a winning national team in recent memory and sign a contract that's legally binding where you don't get paid. You know, and I guess one of the questions we have to ask um, is how much are the men getting paid over there? What? It, well, I mean, let's let's compare. You know, their uh, successes. You know, it's what happened here. They compared the successes and they were like, okay, the women have been a lot more successful. And so the, the, and the men's team, you know, and, 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 you know, the, the U S soccer federation ended up saying, yeah, okay, let's just cut it half and half. Let's just, let's, and, and there's two ways to look at that. The women don't bring in anywhere near the amount of money, but they've been a lot more successful. So, you you know, and so if you're going to be under the umbrella of U S soccer federation, then I, I think what they did was the correct thing. Yes, there's U.S. men's national team, U.S. women's national team. But if you're under the same umbrella up here, then that pot has to be split. How is how does it work in South Africa? You know, are they in the, yeah. are they the same thing? Are they two different things? And thus, you can't say let's compare those to the men. They're like, no, you can't. We're under the South Africa Federation. You're under the South Africa Federation of Football. They're two different federations. I don't know how that looks. You know, um, my 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 thing though is, and, and apparently, money isn't even. It's not even uh, it's not even included in their contracts. Right, which, right. Which is, which is bullshit. I, yeah. I what are you doing playing on commission? You know, they're like, hey, if you win, you get money off of this. You know, I mean, win on per diem. Yeah, exactly. Hey, here's here's your sixty dollars a day. You know, go go enjoy yourselves. Yeah, there's got to be some. Yeah, exactly. They, they, and then it's, it gone. Um, it's gone. You and, get and, two. There, that's right. That's two. That's it. You get two twenty dollars bills, and oh my god. Um, but there's got to be, like you said, we talk about consideration. What is the consideration? What are they playing for? Is it is the consideration, oh, the pride? Because if you start talking about, you know, the pride of playing for that, you cannot quantify. And thus, I would argue that that cannot be consideration. There's nothing behind that. You, you, you know what I mean? And if the, the women over there are saying, no, 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 you know, we this is not what we agreed to. We, we need then there's no meeting of the minds. Thus there's no contract and they need to rewrite these things ASAP or they're not going to have a team in the world cup. I can, I can see these ladies sitting out, sitting out the world cup and, and, and in protest, you know, and, and I mean, cause if they're willing to sit out this game, you know, they're like, screw it. You know, I, I, another thing here, um, that this is their farewell game before the world cup. It was played in a stadium at home. 
Yeah. Yes. But it was played in a stadium that holds 5,000 people. They were pissed. <laughs> a high school gymnasium holds more people. <laughs> right? Right? I, I mean, Banner's backyard is going to hold you know more people tomorrow when everyone's blowing up fireworks and shit in his area. They're in the trees! That's right. That's right. No, so I, I mean, so I think there's a lot going on here. Um, it's not really well fleshed out in the news reports that I've read. I, I would like to see it more to see what the hell is going on over there. Money's not included in the contracts. The South African Football Association turns their head from them and says, wait, we don't want to listen to you. Um, you know, and, and instead of taking it seriously, they just go and field a team of essentially tweens and teens. You know, that tells you they didn't give a shit. You know, oh, yeah. it's, instead of saying, hey, hold on, yeah. You know, you're you're outside the stadium right now. Let's go hammer something out. Let's put an agreement on a napkin right now, you know, and by, which, by the way, is binding. I don't know if you realize that, but it's binding. Mm-hmm. Put an agreement on a napkin. Let's get out and play, and then let's solidify it after them. They didn't even care. They just went and found subs. Let's just go find, you know, 11 random starters and then maybe, maybe you know, five random backups and let, let's see what we can do out here and play in front of 5,000 people. You you know, we, we've taken, uh, we've t- you know, we're all sports management here, right? So one of the things that you look at for, for Title IX is whether the facilities are the same. I really don't think the South African men's football team is playing in any stadium of 5,000. Maybe there's 5,000 people in a corner of the stadium they're playing in, not 5,000 people stadiums total. So, yeah, shoved into a lux- luxury booth. Right. So this this is this is bullshit, man. There's something going on there. Um, I, I need to be fleshed out more, but I want to get your guys' take on this. What what are you guys thinking about this? That was kind of my take was this is bullshit. Um, although before I turn it over to Benner, uh, I do want to bring up one thing that really urinated me off about this. Uh they had uh well, yeah, everything I'm about to say is bullshit. They had a 13-year-old playing on a fucking national team. Uh, FIFA 23, uh, when I am playing as, you know, a dog shit team, not to be named here, uh, trying to work my way up and the best players I can find are youth players. Why can I not promote them when they're 15? God damn it. Bastards. And then you guys allow this shit to go on. Come on. It's ridiculous, bro. Come on. Uh, art imitates reality folks but not in that instance and that's why fifa is no longer going to be producing that video game the banner i've said my piece go forth i just saw that was a big ass firework in my window holy crap um you know what i just heard one when you said that so that's kind of funny i just that thing like was very blinding holy hell calm down fort carson we're not at war yet blinded by the freedom <laughs> russian hasn't crossed the border yet we're fine um, um okay so they haven't crossed the border back into ukraine yet <laughs> that's well, a different story though. i i mean i Sorry. meant they have i meant they haven't crossed the poland border yet <laughs> oh god that, that, that'll be the start of world war three yeah, it. it's always fucking Poland. Oh God! All right. Where um, you... Anyways, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, okay, know. so, um, okay, so I take part of it may get me canceled, and part of it I'm may I'll get half support for. Um, Do you really fr- want to go on with that thought? Yes, I, I feel like I have to I, ask. I want to. I, I want to hear this. I, I do too, but now my conscience feels a lot better. 
So um, so go, go know, ahead. There's there's been two things like when it comes to women's pay in sports, two specific areas have always been brought up: women's soccer in FIFA and national teams and all that. And the other piece is the the WNBA. Their situations are, in my opinion, are drastically different. Oh, yeah. Um, The WNBA, you know, they complain and complain and complain, um, but y'all can barely shoot due to layups, so that's fine. Um, Not only that, but they operate in the red every year, bro. They do operate in the red of the year. And part of that problem is, you know, they just say, like, you know, we don't get paid the same as LeBron James. Like, fair, but... I don't either. I don't either, but fair, but your league has also not done anything to help promote and build up the sport and all that. And I know that the NBA is responsible for that, but the WNBA has a lot of responsibility too. You know, to this day, guys, I don't know what month the WNBA starts. Or ends. Or ends. Can anyone tell me? I think there might be a season going on right now. Yeah, I, I think it is currently going on. But I, I really couldn't tell you. And the only time I ever see WNBA highlights is for when I'm passed out on the couch and the channel has I'm on on gratefully passed over the sports center and there's the WNBA highlights at two thirty in the morning. Yes. So, you know, like I hear, I get what the NBA, the WNBA is saying, but they're not helping themselves take those necessary steps. Where on the side of that of soccer. Commie ball, whatever you want to call it. I call it commie ball. USA motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> uh, it's international football, bro. It's, it's real football. It's, it's it's that the red wall fell and Ronald Reagan lived, motherfucker. No, he, he's quite dead right now. I hope you know that. Yeah, it was, yeah but he, we defeated commie ball. It's fine. USA, bitch. Um, <laughs> anyways. Well, commie ball, though, because... You know the the you know the USSR was not good, so I mean, commie yeah. ball. They just yeah. look. I call it commie ball because Stokes called it that one day when we were driving in the South That's Carolina, true. and it just stuck. Yeah, yeah. Saying it in jest too. To be fair. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, that's why I was called that. I just thought it was funny. I just mm. it just stuck. But the women's teams. A significant amount of the women's teams in, in just whatever level are very elite athletes and can play at a very, very fucking high level. Look at, prime example, the U.S. women's team. You know. Well, other than their loss to the Wrexham beer team, but that's a different story. I Was it like their like number one team, like their starters that lost that? Or, or is it like a development team that lost to Wrexham? They had they had some some players who had played in the previous World Cup, to, hadn't they? Yeah, they? I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that yeah, that's the way I took it. Was it was and, elite and that, versus not I, elite? Yeah, and and that that Rexham team was beer like, league. Yeah, beer league Rexham. It wasn't like the guys at Rexham. You know, it was like, hey, these guys played twenty years ago. Let let's make a seven on seven team out of them. Yeah. So, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. But um. But you know, anyways, um. Like the U.S. the women's U.S. national team is very, very, very fucking impressive. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're good. very good, um, and it shows. And I think they do deserve higher pay. And I think in some countries, you know, the women's and men's teams are a lot closer than people think. Um, 
and you know where they were at least the, not maybe not the same pay but higher pay at least the problem is fifa doesn't want to do that they don't care about and they don't care about women's national scenes whatsoever they know the majority of the money is the men's side so yeah. They're honestly, per- in my opinion, they're honestly purposely not marketing it. They're, per- I, you know, they're purposely not promoting the women's World Cup as much as the men's World Cup. You know, they're not getting mm-hmm. this. I don't get. They're definitely not getting, you know, like years on end of coverage like the men's does. You know, yeah. I, I think like compared to the WNBA, who are just not doing the necessary steps, I think FIFA and, and just international football um, are just purposely tanking it and just I, fucking you know, with that- it. That's a solid take because, you know, you mentioned the, the the marketing for the World Cup. You know, the Men's World Cup just ended in December. Right. And they're already they're, talking about the next one. We're already starting to hear about 2026, and it's not whispers. People are excited about 2026 already. Mm-hmm. The Women's World Cup is happening this summer, is it, Stokesy? That, yeah, I, in a couple weeks. And Yeah, I didn't know that. I couldn't tell you what channel they're going to be on. You know, what what? Oh, that's true. You, yeah. you know, versus the men's World Cup, they're aired everywhere. Everyone wants to wants a piece of them. You know, I, I mean, it, yeah. so yeah, I, I mean, you might have a pretty damn so, solid point. You know, and going back to what you said about FIFA doesn't care. You know, so FIFA it, it has to pay out you know chunks of money to the federations, right? To the U.S. Soccer Federation, blah blah. blah. Yeah, they're called bribes. We're we're aware. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, U.S. soccer didn't get a bigger piece of the pie from FIFA to give their women's team more. The, they they just said, you know what, we'll just split it because we're not – this is not a fight we want to have, and FIFA's not going to play ball with us. Fuck it. Let's just split it. And I think at the end of the day, and just just me thinking out loud, the men probably, probably said, you know what, we can afford to lose some money here because we make more than them professionally regardless. You know, so let's give them more of this piece of the pie because we can't change what the pro league is going to do around the world, but we can change what our national team does, you know. Um, but yeah, I think you might have a good point there, Benner, that they're tanking it. Just, hey, yeah, we'll have a World Cup for you. Guess when it's on. Uh, tell me. No, I want you to guess. And if when you find out, watch the games. Yeah, and I think your point is actually well backed up too by – uh, the NCAA Women's Basketball Championships yes. this past year and how they kind of finally came off of this weird slide where they were getting virtually no marketing of this event whatsoever to getting like 2% marketing of this event. So compared to like what the men's side does, and all of a sudden it fucking explodes. It so in popularity. You know, you so, know why? You want to know why? Because back during that the COVID t- tournament, yeah. When that women's locker room and workout area came out to the public, when when everyone's still indoors and basically living off yeah. the virtual media world, that got out so fast and so easy. Where in a normal normal year, that doesn't get the coverage that it did. Yeah, if I recall correctly, they had like a, a, some of those like rubber dumbbells, you know, for for, for the girls. Yeah, they had like oh, yeah. four. They had like four. <sighs> Yeah, in a, and, in a and, and old maybe, treadmill, maybe a treadmill in the corner, you know, uh, and then a stepper because they're women; they need stepper. You know, I mean, it was so so fucking blatant, bro. And and God, I don't and remember then, the and then, stepper. And then you look, and then you look at the men's side, and it was man, it was like if you went to an Alabama locker room, 
old school, uh, you know, gold gym in Huntington Beach or whatever, Venice Beach. It's just rows and rows of shit. Rows and rows of shit. To there, was, there was like 12 squat bars, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jeez. it was weird. But, you know, so then like that got out and they essentially Title IX, they were slapped in the fucking face with a copy of Title IX. Um, and now look at the marketing that the women's got this year. Yes. Yeah, and it's and still it's, minuscule. And it, it's still minuscule, minuscule but yeah. we're still talking about LSU yeah. like th- two months later, mm-hmm. which is never, probably never, uh, hasn't happened in like 12 years. On the um, women's side, yeah. On the women's side, or maybe further. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, either, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. Honestly, I, I, if we hadn't brought this up, I wouldn't have remembered right now who won the men's tournament. And I had to really rack my brain. UConn. It was, it was UConn. But the, oh. the LSU women's team was easier to remember. Mm-hmm. And I want and you know, bear with me. You're never going to hear this again from me. I have to give ESPN some credit. Oh, well, what? What? I'm glad. I'm glad we're recording this because the way ESPN actually covered like the the Elite Eight and Final Four of the women's tournament was yeah. actually very well fucking done. And the post game coverage of the LSU, um, of LSU winning the team, and the drama that went on with the with that one specific female player—I can't remember her name right now. I know, kiss my I, fucking hypocrite over here right now. But the coverage on her and all the controversies that she went around about celebrating and all that—the coverage was well fucking done. And it's getting more in depth too, and they're continuing with it. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about transfer portal for women's basketball more than we're talking about the men's side. Yeah. It was Caitlin Clark for Iowa who who did the "You Can't See Me" and shit like that. Yeah, who was the player from LSU though? I think it was Angel Reese. Angel, thank you. Angel Reese was the one that you know was got all the controversial shit in there. You know, significantly they were talking about her, like what's going on there. But if the the girl from Iowa. Oh, she's innocent. No, that bitch was talking shit. That bitch was talking shit, yeah. and you know, Angel I, just Angel just fucking responded. I don't, I don't need to say it out loud, but look at them, and then tell me why Angel got pinpointed for responding. Yo, yo, ESPN, mm-hmm. that's got to be racist. That's got to be racist. That, that's yeah. that's the reason that you know what I mean. You look at it as like. So Caitlin Clark, oh, oh, Miss, oh, yeah, Miss, Miss uh, Midwest USA, Iowa girl, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, look at her. She's doing the, you can't see me. Angel Reese responds, the, the black girl from LSU. And they're like, oh, oh, she, she's horrible. What the fuck, man? She did the same, the same shit that Caitlin Clark did. Instead of saying, you know what? They went at it. it, it I mean, that's some serious competition between those, those two women. It was a great game. Yeah. It was. That was. Yeah. So um, keep that in recording because. It's gonna be probably about like a fucking decade before I say that about ESPN again. Um, but yeah, no, like just significantly better coverage this year, and it's probably and it's because Title IX got bits or instantly got bit slapped by Title IX, and they actually had to fucking respond for once in their worthless like organization's history. Now, I mean, I, I completely separate talking, but they got such a weird fucking situation on their hands with that swimmer Riley Gaines and trying her trying to spit slap them with title nine again. So yeah. that's a whole other fucking can of oysters getting really off topic now, but it's yeah. Yeah. No, I think in some of these cases, like still bring up the NCAA and FIFA, they are almost purposely tanking it until they get fucking caught. And it's so fucking blatant. Like the NCAA was with that women's tournament. 
See, the, 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 the problem, though, is that FIFA does not fall under Title IX. FIFA is a worldwide organization. Yep. Not I agree. Members. You're you're 100% so, correct. It's more of just like, for FIFA, it's going to have to be something really fucking, like, fucking blatant, fucking super serious, almost onto the level of that whole bribery scandal <laughs> a few years back. <laughs> good, good luck. Good luck being some more serious than that. But yeah. yeah. I mean, not that serious, but um, we get that high up on a situation where it's just so fucking blatant. Where you have to literally break the same law in every nation on earth. Yes. <laughs> Which yes. they basically did with the ref stuff. I mean. Yeah. And set bladder going in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That guy's still my hero who ran out there and he's like, hey, this is from Qatar. And then just throws the money at him. That guy's my hero. <laughs> yeah. Or what was it? North Korea. That was it. North Korea. Is there, I, like a, is there a documentary that shows that? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Send it to me. It's, tell me the name of it. Oh, it's like World Cup bribery. This could, I can't remember. Zoe, have you seen it? I'll tell you right now what it is. All right. Yeah. Zoe is now our Tony Reale. Right. But yeah, there, there, there's the random, really strong point of Benner for once. <laughs> it's Each. FIFA. It's called FIFA Uncovered. There oh. it is. Yep, that's it. FIFA Uncovered. It's cool. oof. I, I'm, I'm fucking watching that shit, and, and it's yeah. I'm yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna watch it. I didn't I'm, even know it existed. So. It makes my PR jeans just. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold on. Here's a quick comparison. Stotzi, is this one as bad as the other one you showed us in econ- economics, Ru- Russian Olympics? Oh, Which one? Was that the Icarus one? Yes. Icarus. It, it is on point with Icarus, if not oh. worse. Dude, Icarus was an awesome documentary. Oh my it god. It needed to happen. It took such a fucking turn. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking like we were like you know that meme you know that meme where they had us in the first half, not gonna lie. That's yep. what that movie was, because it's like the first like hour was on the biker. Mm-hmm. And then, boom! Turn around. And you're like, "What the? They have to run from Russia now? What the fuck?" Yeah, they're still on the run. They get caught. They're gonna they're gonna get killed. Oh, yeah. aren't sports grand, oh, dude? Shit. I love I love these backstories to sports. The the action on the field so is fucked nothing, up. Nothing compared to what happens behind the scenes. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Well, let's get back because that was that got real dark and heavy, real dark and quick. Um, that, that was that's good. okay to come with that energy anytime. Let's get back to talking about sports just from X's and O's. I guess that's probably the best way to move on from that one. The CONCACAF group stage, we'll leave it to anybody to start this off. Uh, Jeremy was actually at the game or at the match on, I guess that would be Sunday, right? In Charlotte? He, went, mm-hmm. he was there? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. I didn't realize he was. So when he was texting, he was. He was the there. I, oh, how the fuck did I miss that? And, I thought he was watching on TV like 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 the rest of us po folks. No, and uh, I, from the text, it seems that he didn't leave the stadium. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, so I was hoping he would start it off. But if anybody else has a hankering to jump in and get us going on this one, 
I would like to. I'm gonna lie. Shocker. I, I, I'm gonna lie. I have no idea what went wrong. You might want to hold that mic up when you're talking, bro. I I, I forgot I put it down. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I <laughs> yeah, make out with the mic, bro. Make out with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But um, no, I I, I honestly don't know what we're talking about. Short Stokesy. <laughs> 1243. The snozberries. Nice Mark. Oh my god. I'll start because apparently I think Banner was gonna say he's not gonna lie. He doesn't know anything about the Conquer Cap Cup, right? right no, down. I zero shit about it. All right, so let's All right, moving on. <laughs> let's just say the United States, it seems to me, has really turned a corner. Um is this soccer? Yes. Okay. Oh my God, they're playing their B team in this yep. in this Gold Cup, and they minus just, Matt Turner. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They've got their A team keeper, but they're everyone else's B team, and they're just beating the fuck out of people. They're just beating the living shit out of people, except it's Jamaica. Yeah. Well, but Jamaica, Jamaica's they're good. They've been a thorn, you know, uh, for us for for a while. I, they're deceptively good. Uh, the, and granted, yeah. Oh, so they beat these other two crappy teams. You know, you play who's put in front of you, and you beat them. That's what you have to do. And they've left no doubt. Two straight six-zero wins. Um, Jesus Ferreira, he's a, a Colombian American. He was born in Colombia. Uh, he's an American player. Two hat tricks in a row. Two hat tricks in a row. You don't see that in U.S. men's national team football. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, you rarely see it. Just generally speaking. You never see it in UN's national team football. Two hat tricks in a row. This dude is the real deal. Uh, he's fucking good. Um, uh, what's that guy? Cade. Big Cal. Another guy that they that they brought. He's young, young guy, tearing it up. Uh, a guy named Tessman, who was a, a Tessman who was playing yesterday. And I don't know if they said it on the English uh, uh, broadcast. Spanish broadcast. They were mentioning he had a he had a scholarship to go play football at Clemson. His his uh his, his godfather, yeah his godfather's Dabble Swinney. Yeah, Jesus, so this, this guy is an athlete, and he decided to play international football instead. So it, it, I think, Good for you, kid. Yes, right, right. To not go to Clemens, fuck yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I I'll. We've said this, and I think Stokesy, you and I have had this conversation. Imagine if our best athletes decided to play soccer instead of, you know, football mm-hmm. or baseball or basketball. Well, I'm not saying that all our best athletes are going that route, okay? Mm-hmm. But the athletes we have right now playing soccer are pretty fucking amazing. They Amen. Are, they're, they're ridiculous. Amen. Mr. Hennessy, J.R. Smith, switched to golf and was successful. Dude, but- dude, dude. Motherfucker can, can, can ball. Yeah. He so- can ball. So you know what? Let's take the shot. Baseball, go play soccer. Yes, let's do it, <laughs> dude. There are there okay. are some there are some some hella good athletes out there, and I think you know I don't I I'm not gonna be that guy. I don't think we're gonna win the World Cup in 26. But if we get to the round of eight, man, I think you'll have a lot more people, a lot more parents. And, you know, and kids, you know, kids, I want to play soccer. Parents, no, 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 we're going to play basketball. No, I think parents would be like, yeah, let's, let's do it, man. I mean, we're, we're actually not bad anymore. 
You know, my dad was making a comment. And by the way, my dad hated soccer. See, I was indifferent. He hated soccer. We have gotten him, to him into watching soccer the, the, the past couple of years. The other day, he was texting my brothers and I, hey, you guys watching this game? This and this happened. And we're like, dad, what the fuck, dude? You're texting us about soccer? Um, it was great. But, you know, it, it's it's unreal what this is doing for 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 fandom in the United States. We're still not, you know, it's still not the a top three, top four the sport, which is fine. It doesn't it, it, get through overnight. I don't know if it'll ever supplant the NFL or the NBA or MLB, but if it can be legit fourth, fifth, like legit, not, hey, here's NHL, and then here's MLS. No, no, if we're right there, fuck, man. Um, I'm excited for this team. We saw what they did in the Nations, in the Nations League, uh, or what is it, Nations League? Yep, with Nations. Their, with their A team. Oof. God damn, man, that uh, that team is scary. And those guys, I look at those guys and, and you know, fast, strong dudes, and I'm like, these fuckers could have played other sports, and they chose they chose soccer. Mm-hmm. So that's my take, man. I, I'm I'm loving this. Think the one thing you know, without drooling all over Team USA too much. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is, um, oh, I think Zoe knows where I'm going with this. Um, the other team we haven't mentioned who has already uh, qualified <laughs> to go into the playoff stage. And I got a Chris $20 bill for Ryan Benner. If within the next five seconds, he can tell me who this other team is. One. National two, team? Three. Germany. Yes. Nope. Spain. It's CONCACAF. It's North America. So, of course, we brought Qatar over for it. They qualified, bro. Wait, they qualified who? Qatar. You... Oh, Qatar I... beat Mexico one nothing. I thought you said Concacaf. I was like, that's a country. No, no, Concacaf is the is the federation. It's the North American Federation. Can you uh... read what is above Zoe's shoulder? <laughs> oh, that. Oops. <laughs> but Benner, I think Stokesy's point is it's the North American thing, and Qatar is over here. Qatar essentially paid their way into this tournament. Yeah, they paid their way into everything. They and and Qatar was the first team eliminated from this past World Cup. I mean, the first team eliminated from this past mm-hmm. World Cup, and they're now in the second round in the knockout stages, I guess. Right of of the Concacaf mm-hmm. Gold Cup, they just beat Mexico one zero. Mexico has not been impressive. Oh my god! And and okay, is has is UA good? USA, nope. USA. Yeah, we we qualified. We only drew Jamaica, so. Oh, well, scoreboard! Scoreboard! That's right, bro. That's right. Well, we did get the top seed, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're, On we're goal the... differential. And uh, and Mexico hasn't played well. Um, you know, it's... And, and I, I don't... Stokesy, I don't know if you saw this. So, Qatar... Stokesy, how many shots on goal did Qatar have in that game against Mexico? I couldn't tell you. One. Oh no! Oh no! So they did what they did at the World Cup, where they just they ran out, got a quick goal, and then just went in their shell. Oh my god! That that's essentially yeah. They what they did was they pulled the um, what you want to call it the the Morocco thing. You know how how Morocco Mm -hmm. was doing that. Yeah, Morocco. Mexico had twenty five shots, six on target. Mexico possessed the ball 77% of the time. Mexico had 650 passes, 
to Qatar's 206. Mexico's passing accuracy was 90% to 61. Mexico had 11 fouls. Qatar had 20. Mexico had two yellows. Qatar had eight. Um, Mexico had eight corners. Qatar had zero. And Qatar won one nothing. That is uh, Morocco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. You remember we talked about yeah. that. They would, they get you, and then they'd fall back and play defense, and they would you'd fall asleep playing against them because you couldn't do mm-hmm. shit. That's what. That's what. I mean, Qatar might have just pulled that from their playbook. Yeah, and they beat Mexico. God, yep, yep. that's just the funniest shit to me. Yep. I would. I, I love. Well, I love watching and thinking about Mexico losing in soccer <laughs> on this Independence Day. There we go. There we go. Hell yeah. There we go. So. Hell yeah. Speaking of the unbelievable of Mexico losing to Qatar, eh, it don't get old. Ah, uh, we're gonna move on to our George Santos moments of absolute truth. So what this is is. Well, it depends really on how you perceive the title. So uh, let's see. The Big Zoe, what is your George Santos moment of absolute truth for this week? All right. So I I got this one here, right? So there's a player who just signed a four-year, $80 million deal with the Houston Rockets. Okay. He's a bit player. He is a, um, what do I call him? He's Draymond Green with no talent, which, so, Okay. And then there's a future Hall of Famer who just signed a two-year, nearly $8 million deal with the Clippers. Okay, and he performed well with the Clippers last season after being traded. He's been a great player most of his career. He's a a triple-double machine from his career. So, first player, Dylan Brooks. Okay, four years, $80 million. I don't know if the Rockets didn't watch the playoffs or or what. I have no clue. Second player, Russ Westbrook. Um, and I think I think the Clippers got a steal with them. So to me, the the it's NBA free agency. They they are my fucking George Santos, you know, moment of absolute truth. You know, I mean, you know, the NBA is a joke. George Santos as a congressman is a joke, and for that NBA free agency, you are my George Santos moments of absolute truth of the week. Wonderful, the banner. Your George Santos moment of absolute truth for this week. I do have one, but first off, God damn it, Mike Trout got hurt again. What? <sighs> Walked off of a parent hand injury after batting. There you go. You have got to be kidding me. Meh. <laughs> Not the goats. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's, like it's like I'm wearing a goat hat. Look. <laughs> we're just gonna devolve into sign or uh interpretive dance here soon so stick around for that this has been goat sounds by ryan benner he finally got to do the goddamn NPR voice. Are you happy now? For as long as you've been bothering me to do the fucking NPR voice. I got on plastered. It was every other week. Like, hey, can I do, you know, I have this new idea. No, you are not doing the NPR, but didn't you listen to this version of it? God. <laughs> He finally did it. He's <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> snuck, oh snuck that shit in there at the last second. 
I feel no. like Mexico right now. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, got Qatar. Oh my goodness! Sorry. All right. So my um, DeSanto truth for the week that McDonald's finds their way into some of the most random fucking marketing situations. And it works every time. So if you don't know, right now McDonald's has a new shake um, on the dessert board. It's the Grimace shake. You have to buy a meal to get it, though. Yes, you do. But it's like, because because it's Grimace's birthday. Happy birthday, Grimace. Well, if you haven't seen, if you have any seen any online video specifically off of TikTok, there's a new trend. There's a new trend where TikTokers get the grimace shake. It's like, hey, I'm gonna do a taste review, give my thoughts. They shows them taking a drink or saying happy birthday, whatever. And then right before they can give you their review, it cuts to like a fucking Bloomhouse movie set where they're fucking being tortured, murdered, or lying dead on the ground with purple ooze coming out of them. (laughs) (laughs) So people are going to straight lengths to say that Grimace is murdering people that drink his shake. So this is like because of this, like everyone's rushing to McDonald's to get the Grimace shake. That makes more sense why they're charged or making you get a fucking meal for that fucking thing. <laughs> is there like, oh man, we gotta cash in on this before it gets onto the Today Show, and you know, moms get mad about it or something. Yeah. God. So is Grimace supposed to be like the like a Five Nights at Freddy's type character? Yeah, that he's hunting you, while waiting for you to take the sip, and then he kills. And then like, like there was one dude I saw, and I'll see if I can send it to you guys if I can find it. But there's one where it's just two, you know two guys, college kids, trying out the shake, and in the background there's a truck coming at them full speed, revving the engine, and you just see it getting closer and closer and closer. And at the last second, it says it just cut. Cuts to the kids like lying dead on the hood of the truck of bleeding purple. Wow. So people are getting vastly creative okay. with it. Grimace meets maximum overdrive. Essentially. Meets Mad Max. <laughs> Holy shit. Essentially. So yeah. Moment of answers is that the fucking McDonald's Corporation finds themselves once again in another random ass fucking marketing strategy that's not even their fault. And they're Banking off of it, just like they did in Rick and Morty with that fucking Mulan soy sauce shit. God. Wow. Wow. We, mm. we Well, we went on an adventure today, didn't we, dear listener? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. with NPR. This is... This is Fraser Benner signing off. <laughs> Jesus, I'm I'm listening, Denver. I uh, should have went first. Holy fuck! Mine was just another (laughs) dumbass bringing a fucking gun to an international airport. Fucking moron! It was the fuck. Where the fuck the Kyle Bush go now? Oh no, it wasn't Kyle Bush. It was some lady whose name the uh, Australian government decided not to uh, share with us. Um, but it was earlier this year as in, I believe late April, um, woman from Los Angeles flies down to Sydney, Australia, and 
on her person she decides to bring like you do on an international flight your fucking gold-plated handgun wow um yeah yeah so now she's looking at 10 years in an australian prison because she didn't file any paperwork for this fucking thing whatsoever wow wow you know i i yeah i wouldn't even fathom carrying one in into an airport much less trying to get into an airplane with it jesus yeah bad stuff there wow bad stuff what a, yeah what a moron what an absolute joke what a moron yeah we're what a yoke i want to wish you all a happy fourth of july and if you would like to donate so that we can continue to bring you this public broadcast you can reach you can Venmo us at go fuck yourself.com what's funny is that people will probably start doing <laughs> idea <laughs> <laughs> Benner will be setting up the Venmo for Go Fuck Yourself. We, what, what, what was that South Park episode where they um, were like, we have a, a GoFundMe so, so we can do nothing and you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's God. this. It's, it's the same scam. Yeah. Oh, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, Jeremy's not on the show because he died. So it's definitely like South Park. <laughs> oh my god, they killed Jeremy! You bastards! God. Yeah, you would be Cartman. God, well, fuck you guys! I'm going home. Screw <laughs> you guys! I'm going home. <laughs> I'd probably be Kyle. I don't right. know who the hell I would be. Hey, you'd be Stan then. I'd be Stan? Yeah. I'd be Kenny. I'd just sit there and die. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. god. No, Kenny's our brain cells. Yeah. It really yeah. Especially mine, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. Oh. Anyways. So that's been another week off Broad Street. Um yeah, yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and leave it off of that one. That, that's a good idea, I think, at this point. Um, so I've been Stotesy. I hope all of you guys have a party on type week, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As always, tune into our show noon Eastern, whatever time zone you live in. Just look at what it is in Eastern time on Ask. Wednesdays. We can hear our show. Spotify, YouTube, not NPR. So party on. The Big Zoe, what do you got for the people? Everyone, party on. And don't forget, leave some light beer out and fireworks, and Kid Rock will come over your house. Leave them under the grill. Yes. As is tradition. Yes. yes. Kid Rock will leave fireworks. The right party banner. Don't see party on better. Party ons. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, call your, call your governor, call your congressman, call your senator, and ask for those American things. Fruit punch in the water fountains, uh, taxi motorcycles, and kid rock concerts every day. This has been a very late advertisement for the movie Idiocracy. If you Squares. Heard, you're living it. Squares are circles. Circles are triangles. Drink Gatorade, not water. Now, fuck you, it's Brondo. Brondo.
<laughs> God damn it, y'all leave that in. <laughs> I, I am not editing shit from this episode, including oh. the thirst mutilator, sir. <laughs> just so you know. Oh, just tell the just... people to party on and we'll move. We'll all party on. on. Party on, everyone. Happy Part... birthday, Grimace. Party on, everybody, except for Grimace. Let's sing us out. Sports Sports on Broad Street Street. Party Party time time. Excellent Excellent. Usually somebody does something funny at the end Boom